Scary Podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Savannah. And we are your sickly ghost hosts. (laughs) This week, we're talking about Kentucky urban legends. Yeah, we we sure are. We're doing it. (laughs) Sorry. By the way, if you hear Savannah and I just dying, it's because we're both sick. So that's why we didn't release an episode last week. Um, and it's also while you'll, why you will hear a lot of sniffles, why yeah. we sound like our noses are stuffed up and why we're coughing our guts out. Yeah. Cause they are not in a fun way. We're just, over here to, <laughs> we're, we're just over here trying to get back on track, get back on schedule, mm-hmm. but I'm going to break out my best accent. You ready? Yes, please. The horse racing derbies, Jennifer Lawrence and Colonel Sanders fried chicken. Many people and things call Kentucky home. But what else calls this place their old Kentucky home? From ghouls, gods to goatmen, let's dive into exploring this state's diverse population. You hear? Oh my gosh. What are people things? <laughs> I love people things. I said many people and things. I definitely thought you said people things. No. And I want one. I want a people thing. <laughs> No, it's many people and things. Did I say oh, yes. people things? I think you said people things, but let's keep it. Before we like really get into the episode, I think you have some exciting news to share with our listeners. What do you mean? Um, I don't know. Maybe something's blinding me in the camera. Oh my God. Do you think so? Do you just I think, think this, so? This rock is just so heavy. Guys, yes. I, I got engaged as well. <gasps> Oh, oh my gosh ah! oh my gosh I know it happened tell Holy us everything shit. um it was very cute he took me to us well hold on hold on let's rewind the tape he calls me and he tells me <laughs> <laughs> i just got home from work and he calls and tells me savannah i'm broke down <laughs> in my car so won't- romantic <laughs> my car won't start and i'm like why did you call me why didn't he call your dad for help? Why didn't he call your brother for help? You're so good at cars, Savannah. I know. I'm so wonderful at car. I'm literally, I told him, I was like, well, do you have a pair of jacks so we could get the car <laughs> started? Jacks. And he was like, what? <laughs> no, a jumper cable. <laughs> I was like, yeah, those things. Um, he's like, no, you have to come out here. Like everybody's gone. Like you have to come out here and I'm like, okay, so I drive and it's very windy and cold and it's starting to snow and I see Mm. this Christmas tree under the gazebo where he's at and the Christmas tree falls and I'm on the phone with him. I'm like, wow, that tree looks like it's struggling. (laughs) He said, yeah, the staff's been working on that all evening. The staff, the staff that he hired. (laughs) The staff being, you know, our friend Bree. Yeah. So I go back up there and I like park funny and I pop the trunk and I'm like, let's get this baby started. And he's like, get out of the car. I said, I'm not getting out of the car. It's cold. You get in here. I was like, I got the trunk pop, you know, just do what you got got the trunk pop. (laughs) That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll start the car back after that. Um, he took me to the, he walked me down to the gazebo and it had all of our pictures on this Christmas tree. It was very sweet. And then he, he asked me to be his 
you know, his boo thing for life because the tree started falling again and he had a whole speech prepared. So he pushed the Did tree back Did you get back to up. hear the speech? Yeah. He told me over um cookies and ice cream in the car. Oh, I that's know. so cute. It was very sweet. He was like, this is what I wanted to say. So, mm. yeah. Now we're um your engaged ghost host. We are your engaged, sickly ghost hosts. Welcome. It's us. <laughs> We're the problem. It's us, but two more adjectives, and we're gonna go see Taylor Swift. So we're and t- we're seeing Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. Who got those tickets for us? Oh my gosh, I wonder who that could be. I have is, no idea. Is it my co-host Sabrina? Did Sabrina get so. these tickets? Oh my god, she were she slaved so. out here for these tickets. It was um so stressful, but I can't even compared to the stress that other people felt on that day that didn't get tickets and that waited seven hours so i feel blessed from the lord above taylor thank you (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh okay why did we pick kentucky urban legends why here's here's the thing that i want to say about that um my mom is bred born <laughs> and raised in Louisville, she Kentucky. like cattle livestock. <laughs> no, she's a racehorse. <laughs> um, she, uh, she's a, a red mane. I love Louisville. I love Kentucky. Kentucky is gorgeous. And my co-host Savannah was born in Kentucky. I was. I was born in good old Madisonville, KY. I mean, I didn't live there all my life, but I. When did you I'm, move? Like literally the day after we got out of the hospital. Oh well, how were those three days? <laughs> I mean, from what I can remember, back in the nineties, it was pretty cool. And then I lived nice. there for a couple of years in Owensboro. So yeah, I I know Kentucky at least the top part of it fairly well. That's how I feel. I know like Louisville very well because like that was where. Listen, I grew up in the middle of nowhere, okay? And Louisville was the closest best shopping for us. So my mom and I, when we had our shopping days, we would go to Louisville and we'd go to Bardstown Road. We would go to Mall St. Matthews, all the fun places. But also I'm a little bit familiar with Florence and I've been to Red River Gorge, which that sounds spooky, you know? (laughs) So I know Kentucky, okay? I know what I'm talking about. I'm not the one in charge of this episode, but I know what I'm talking about. Let's dive in. Yes, let's Let's do it. Let's talk about the goat man, or also known as the Pope Lick Monster. That sounds amazing. (laughs) I've listened to a podcast about the goat man, so, but it was like so long ago and you know my, um, my memory is just not what it used to be whenever I was two years old. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, learn me a little bit. I want to hear about the goat man, see if it jogs anything. Named after Pope Lake Creek by Louisville, Kentucky, the goat man is believed to be a particular type of cryptid known for being furry and having horns it's sort of like the wampa in the empire strikes back so if you scroll down i included a picture it's that white thing with horns oh my gosh yes i know exactly in the ice the opening scene with the ice and what's his face 
Luke Han, Skywalker. Han Solo. And, yeah, and Luke Skywalker. He has to live inside that animal? No, I don't think live inside that one. It was like the camel thing. No, no, not that. I, I was saying that animal as in like a general sense, not this animal that oh, I'm looking at. No, yes. they, didn't, they didn't slice this, the wampa up. No. Um, but yes, so it's that's what it's kind of like described like, or it could be like a fawn slash satyr goat legged thing and it's horned and hooved um i included a picture because some believe it could be the greek god pan himself um and i included his picture as well he's playing a flute and has a face tat so maybe that was a a sexy picture of him Um, (laughs) it looks like a sexy picture of him so he could look like a a sexy greek god goat man (laughs) or a wampa whatever your heart desires yeah um according to charles h bogart author of the railroads of kentucky the legend of the pope like monster dates back to the 1940s um the 700 feet long train trestle which i included what a trestle is because i didn't know what is it um i included it um there's a picture picture? of it yes it's like the thing that holds the railroad uh the railway it's what makes it really high off the ground. Yes. Yeah. I've seen a lot of those like whenever I'm kayaking. Mm-hmm. It, um, so the 700 feet long train trestle became a popular hangout for local young adults in the 1950s where the legend would continue to grow out of daring games kids played on this perilous tracks, which why? Like, were you that bored in the 50s where you had to play crazy, scary games and you thought you were going to die? I here's I have two things to say about that. First, I'm shocked that it was a place where they played instead of a lover's lane. It oh, gives me lover's okay. lane vibes. Um, second, it sounds like a hoot and a holler. I want to be there. <laughs> I don't want to be there. It's said that the goat man lives underneath the trestle and calls out in a childlike voice for help. Stop. Those, yeah, those who go help him are found dead or not heard <gasps> from again. It's like a troll under the bridge situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except that's... very creepy. He wants more than your gold to blooms. Yeah. <laughs> he wants your life. Are you just, you know, walking around with some gold to blooms in your pocket? Sometimes. Depends on the day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He has claimed many victims also. Um, oh, it's really sad. <laughs> in the summer of 1987, a child fell to his death from the trestle after dodging an oncoming train and a young boy met the same fate 13 years later okay let me while that's very sad Mm -hmm. i do have to return to the statement of like those who go to help the childlike voice would be found dead who's Mm -hmm. one person that you know that would go help a childlike voice in the middle of nowhere in a creepy train track like who i know would do that yeah who would who do you know that would do that not me not me are you you think i would do that i think you may be like savannah stop we have to look we have to figure out what's going on i feel like i would call the police instead of because i'm too worried about those things that you're not supposed to say what they are it's like a bad luck if you say what they are if you say it out loud 
Yeah. For those that don't know, I'm trying to find a way to tell them to look it up. I don't know what sort of legend it is, but it's creepy. We'll do an episode about it without using that direct name. Yeah. We're, we're too sick to fight off anything right now. So So true. So so true. Let us, let us have this one. We'll come back to it. But who do you think is going to go save a kid? I feel like my sister, Veronica, she's a teacher. Oh, Veronica. We'd have to leave her behind. You know that, right? I would not. I would never leave my sister behind. I would I drag would. her away from the screaming child. No, I um, feel like we'd have to go. But I mean, she <laughs> when watching scary movies with her, she's like, that's dumb. Don't do that. So like, I'm, I'd have hope for Veronica. But I feel like a kid is so different. You're like, you're like a helpless child is calling. Like, I have to go be the hero in this situation. Like it has nobody, mm. which is so scary. The way that this goat preys on people. I don't like that goat, man. <laughs> Get away from us. Shut um, it down. Shut it down. Um, <laughs> in 1988, a freight train struck a 17 year old Jack bomb. The second who was on the trestle with companions, David Bryant, the 19 years old died in 19. 19- 87 from injury sustained a year before in a fall from the poke lick trestle so sad yeah abe croft wrote pope lick monster the killer goat man of kentucky and it says despite the construction of the eight foot fence to keep thrill seekers out it is still a place where such accidents happen which feeds the stories of the legends the common misconception that the trestle is no longer in use also leads to these accidents an oncoming train is nearly impossible to safely avoid because the trestle does not possess any walkways. Thrill seekers must grapple with the train or jump 90 feet to their death. So people just think that this train isn't active anymore and then they go walk on these tracks like they're in that one movie. Yeah, and there's, movie? I don't know. You know where they're walking on the train tracks? Oh, stand by me. Stand by me. Yeah, yeah stand by me. Yeah. These people think that they're 19, whatever, 70s. I don't know when that movie was. Stand by me. Don't do it, guys. Yeah, don't do don't. it. That's don't so scary. It. Sean Fleshman, um, then 20 years old, was injured after he fell from the elevated track in 1984. Michael Wells, then 14, tucked his body beneath the track to avoid being hit by an oncoming train in 1994. Um, even as recently as 2016, Raquel Bain in search of the monster fell 80 feet to her death. Her boyfriend survived the most recent of these sad tales, even dates to more recent 2019. Two girls were knocked off the side of the trestle after being hit by a train. One of them died and one is still alive and uh, (coughs) I guess still recovering from those injuries from three years ago. That's so sad. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Why are people doing this? Maybe they hear the goat man crying for help and so they get on the tracks and it's a really good point. So and then the train me cold chills. I'm sorry. Um, there have been several documentaries and movies on the legend of the goat man. The legend of the Pope Lick Monster is a 16-minute short film directed by Ron Show Nick. It premiered it. in 1988. It's available on Amazon. And then the Pope Lick Killer lures unsuspecting youths to the train tracks with hypnotic powers. Mm. Yeah. And that's basically like the short film gist. Um, and then in 2010, Jimmy Tepper versus the Goatman of Bowie um, is yes. another movie 
um, with the same kind of idea around it. So, I mean, do you think he's got hypnotic powers? You think he's like calling to people in that childlike voice to help on the train? And then the train's coming and either you have to jump or you get hit by a train. I, I think I believe the little kid calling. Think, I do I because what if is. he's heard a goat bleat, they kind of sound like a kid. Oh my gosh. That's mm-hmm. so true. I didn't even think about it. And I thought he was like actually talking with his voice, mm-hmm. but that makes so much sense. Sav. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. so scary. Oh, so and looking scary. at the train track, like as you're telling me, this makes it even worse. I can't, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta go to something else. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but yeah. And then leading back to that pan theory that it could be that God um, in Louisville, Cherokee park is the home <gasps> of, Oh, have I, you been there before? Yes, you and I have been there before. I love Cherokee Park. Tell me, I have to know. Um, it's the home of Hogan's Fountain. It's a stone fountain topped by the bronze statue of the figure known as Pan. He's a cherub-like character that's made creepy by the evil look on his face. And it's said that every night at midnight or on full moons, depending on who's telling the story, Pan becomes animated and roams the park, damaging cars and causing mayhem and mischief. Stop. Oh my gosh. Don't park your car in Cherokee Park alone. No, not at midnight or on a full moon. That is spooky. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I love it. (laughs) So that some people think the goat man is Pan. So as long as he's just, you know, playing a few pranks, (laughs) knocking some windows out of some cars, causing a little bit of mischief that's fine but mischief. don't go luring people to their death pan i know it's quite cool. rude quite it is the hillbilly beast or a yahoo have you heard of a yahoo i mean like i love yahoos if you're talking about the drink i want one right now oh my gosh but i've never so heard of I've never heard of the yahoo the yahoo yep dating back to daniel boone's time the hillbilly Ooh. beast I know. It's described as a hairy, smelly, Bigfoot-like thing that house. The legend was featured in the fourth season of the History Channel's Monsters. It stands 8 to 12 feet tall and weighs about 800 pounds. Oh my gosh, and you've attached a little picture. I know. What's he look like? He's got some <laughs> big, he's got a big booty. <laughs> that is all I'm going to say. That is all muscle. <laughs> He's been doing his squats with tree trunks. <laughs> guys, we're going to post all these pictures on our Instagram for you guys to see. So you know exactly what this booty looks like. I wanted to give you a big old booty. I knew you weren't feeling good. So there you go. Thank you. I That's a Yahoo. I know he's pretty sculpted. Um, so it's like a Bigfoot. Yeah. Is it the same as a Bigfoot, and that's just what they call it in Kentucky? Mm, nope, it's not mm. the same as a Bigfoot. Um, a yacht, but it's more of a Yahoo is what it's called. So maybe it's like a segue off of a. I a really hope that's not like a derogatory term. Derogatory I term. I'm not too. It's also called the hillbilly beast, so I don't know what to call him. Oh, it is definitely an insult. <laughs> Yahoos <laughs> are thought to have very little education and culture. Okay, so it's not like we're calling. Would you tell me more about these yahoos and these hillbilly beasts? The hillbilly beast quietly stalks and roams the back hills of eastern Kentucky near the Ohio River. 
This large and intimidating creature has called this land home long before settlers moved into the neighborhood. It's not fair. Why are people being mean to it? <laughs> long before it became, you know, a search, the the creature whose uttered cry gave it a name haunted Kentuckians. Daniel Boone told tales of the of killing a 10-foot hairy giant he called a yahoo says john mac frager in the 1992 biography of boone the yahoos wait are time ha- out you're telling me <laughs> <laughs> savannah what? i'm being dead serious <laughs> please be honest with me i'm trying what is daniel boone a real person yes <laughs> he's a real person he's an american pioneer because I thought it was like that one book, you know, <laughs> that one book, Sawyer Brown, Tom Sawyer, Tom Sawyer, Tom Sawyer, yeah, oh, look at that, I've got my whole life thinking Daniel Boone is a fictional character, oh He's my known gosh, as one of anything, the first folk heroes of the United States. Oh my gosh, Mr. Boone, I'm so sorry. Oh, he pretty he lived a pretty long life too. I mean, shoot. Um he lived, lived to be like 50? No, he lived to be like 90. Oh my gosh, he was ancient <laughs> he for was back ancient. then. Maybe the creatures like granted him some of their immortality. Probably. Yeah, that's oh. like if you were to live to be like 150 now. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, that's whack. That's what not... time period was he from? the 1700s so he oh was, my gosh he was born in 1734 and died in 1820 he was so old he was so him. old so yeah he killed a 10-foot hairy giant thing and um, he called it a yahoo the yahoos are hairy man-like creatures in jonathan swift's Golgar's travels one of boone's favorite books um boone and his explorer companions i mean it should be noted you know that the terms that they threw around using the book rather liberally um mm-hmm. so just caution in case you read it um in the 19 or oh my god he wasn't even alive then in the 1844 <laughs> edition you know of the book they have an evil spirit which causes them great terror whom they call yahoo or devil devil he devil devil <laughs> He lives in the tops of the steepest and rockiest mountains, which are totally inaccessible to all human beings, and comes down at night to seize and run away with men, women, or children whom he eats up, children being his favorite food. The name of Yahoo being used to express a bad spirit or bugaboo was common also with the Ab- Abgornies of Tasmania. The tribes mentioned here are located in the region near Sydney the site of the first British settlement in Australia. So I'm wondering if like they also had a yacht. Maybe, maybe somebody mm-hmm. brought a Yahoo over. Someone put it on a ship and brought it over. That sounds yeah. about right. And then they released it into the Appalachians. And then, I mean, Rude. he probably would be angry and want to come I would be and eat people. I would be so mad if someone <laughs> picked me up from my home took me to someplace i don't even know mm-hmm. i would start eating people i'd be so mad at them i would I also be them. super mad at them but yeah that's the yeah that's a, a hillbilly beast i don't know if there's just one of them if he's been around all this time since the 1700s or um i think i should... love him 
You think you love him? Yeah, I want one. I want to. <laughs> I don't want to keep him because that would be so rude. He's a ten want... to twelve foot big thing. I mean, he's eight hundred pounds. I want to say hi to him. I want to shake his hand, and I want to say I'm sorry for what we did to you. Okay, that's what I want. I feel like that's very sweet of you. That's also how I feel about Bigfoot, though. Oh, what if he is Bigfoot? It's cousin. That's what I'm wondering. They seem so similar. The Yahoo seems bigger than Bigfoot. Yeah, just a massive thing. Yeah, because what? How tall was the Yahoo? Um, Didn't say it was. Sorry, let me go back. Eight to twelve feet. Yeah, eight to twelve feet. Typically. What I've seen with descriptions of Bigfoot is six to ten feet. Hmm. So I mean, there's a little bit of a height difference there. I don't know. I I don't really know about poundage. Weight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really hear people describe weight. They say two tons. He must have been two tons walking towards me. That's usually what people say. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, please continue, Savannah. You're doing so good. Do we have a next little cute creature? Um, We have the Mothman. This is one of my favorites as well. We are going to do a full episode about the Mothman. We might bring on my father to do it because he's obsessed with the Mothman. I love that so much. I went to the museum. He has a book. He's a full book. All right. That's so sweet. Now, I was only tasked with doing some overviews, so... Yeah, just bear with us because, you know, Sabrina would have knocked this out of the park. I'm just No, you to... are doing so good. Oh, my gosh. Thank Do you. not doubt yourself. This is Thank awesome. You. Thank you. Um, So the Mothman, the 1966 to 1967 Mothman encounters in and around the town of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, were made ooh, famous. Ooh. Yeah. And John Keel's book, The Mothman Prophecies, and the 2002 movie of the same name. These sightings of Mothman are related to the collapse of the Silver Bridge in 1967, which killed 46 people. More than 100 people claimed to have seen the Mothman around Point Pleasant in, you know, those two years. However, encounters with the Mothman-like creature aren't limited to West Virginia. In 1938, residents of Ashland, Kentucky and Elizabethtown, Kentucky, reported seeing a large black human-like being with a huge wingspan and blazing red eyes. Although the sightings died about 1939, they reappeared in 2008 with a farmer, Harley Foster, said he saw a bird-like monster with red eyes near his barn. And then he said he, um, the monster chased him. Yes, this all aligns. <laughs> I am a fact checker of the Mothman. I've listened to so many podcasts um so i did my it all research checks out. yeah you did fantastic the mothman um don't harm him people okay <laughs> don't go out and hunt him i mean if he you're did in kentucky he did kill a lot of people yeah but also <laughs> how many of those people just died of fright okay <laughs> they were just scared <laughs> you think people are just over here passing <laughs> out just being like i can't take i would this thing i oh, would gosh. leave him alone <laughs> he's fine he's just he's too big to be a human he's too big to be a bird he's not really a bat what is he guys leave him alone he feels outcasted that's probably why he's killing people he needs therapy (laughs) (laughs) they offer therapy to all these mythical creatures i want to 
I want to do that, Savannah. That should be a, that should be a whole like Netflix series. It really should. I oh mean, my gosh, trademark. We called it dibs. Yeah. Um. You know, Zach Galifianakis does that interview of like between two ferns. Yes. We do it between human and creature, and like we just <laughs> invite the hillbilly beast and Mothman, and we'll we'll invite them with like, hey, we really would love to hear your side of the story, and it could just be as easy as that. And they come on, and we feed them snacks, and it could just be like a one session kind of thing. And we're like, hey, you know, we really want to hear you out because people have been hunting you. Like we just want to advocate for you. Like forget all those people you killed, but like, you know, for real though. Like, what's going on? What what are you feeling deep down inside? What did you know. feel whenever you killed those people? How does it make you feel living in the woods? <laughs> Do you want a house? We can build you a house that's big enough for you. <laughs> they have houses with 12-foot ceilings now. I know. I mean, we could even make it bigger if you want. Just bigger. We're starting this new TV show. Be on the lookout, guys. We're talking to Netflix as we speak. Savannah's texting Netflix with her left hand. Right now. I... I just love the Mothman. I think it's, I think it's such an interesting story. And, um, I've heard like from some podcasts, like people sharing their real life encounters with Mothman. Um, and it's fascinating. It's truly fascinating. He actually is pretty terrifying whenever you, you know, hear all the stories and, and kind of like hear what he does. Um, he's really scary. So I don't blame people for, you know, dying of fright we don't blame you. dying of fright yeah that'd be scary um we had the hopkinsville goblins what mm-hmm. in 1955 a dozen members of the sutton family in christian county kentucky drove to the hopkinsville police station in the middle of the night to report they've been fighting off little green men for the last three hours the event started with a sighting of a streak in the sky that was later believed to be a UFO. Left the family fighting off short, clawed creatures with big eyes and long arms for hours. While the story is notable due to the number of people who reported the sighting, no evidence of the evasion or ensuing struggle could be found after the event. Uh, what? I've never heard of Hopkinsville goblins before in my <laughs> life, but they're small and green but they have really long arms yes and big eyes and big eyes yes they sound like they should be in toy story (laughs) that's amazing i know i know i want a chance to fight them off (laughs) that is so awesome i know i feel like that's the place to be like if you had to pick anywhere that would be the place it has to be not supernatural but the overlook at your Iroquois Park offers one of the most gorgeous views of the city at night and if you believe it hanging around Iroquois Park at night might also offer the opportunity to spot the park's famed headless woman according to reports the area fills with fog just before the apparition of the woman dressed in 1800s attire appears wandering through the park and holding her own head in her hands stop it right now what's the name of this park called Iroquois Park that's terrifying it's scary enough that she doesn't have a head, but the fact that she's holding it makes it so much more scary. Mm-hmm. I don't like that at all. Why yeah. is she holding it? What happened? I don't know. Um, in Hot Rod Haven in Louisville, 
everything happens in louisville i just want to say a stretch of mitchell road in southern louisville kentucky that figures sharp inclines declines and hairpin curves in the mid-1900s the stretch was popular for racing as a result many young people died um, due to driving quickly on the dangerous hillsides the most well-known story of a young couple who died at mitchell hill road is the couple who crashed and died instantly while on their way to dance it's rumored that they still wander the road at night no i hate i like i i can't deal with the ones where people wander the road at night mm-hmm. that is uh, one of my biggest fears is that i'm gonna be driving alone at night and see somebody like in the road and if mm-hmm. i hit them i have to stop and then what if they're a ghost you know mm-hmm. it's just too scary i can't even think about it or like it's the so- people that pick up like the ghosts and like have full mm-hmm. on conversations with them and they go yes and they go oh savannah i'm cold I, and, I then, <laughs> and then they i can't do it savannah it on, and then they look in the rearview mirror and they're not there anymore don't even say that to me right now i'm too scared i'm too scared so creepy all right are there any more trying to find you know sleepy hollow right oh i know sleepy hollow (laughs) i go Um, there every night because i'm sleepy kentucky sleepy hollow isn't the tale told by washington irving that most people are familiar with it is or is not it's not um it's a ghost story about a stretch of road in northern kentucky where people have reported being tailgated by a hearse while driving down the road at night as the story goes the hearse follows cars too closely and eventually attempts to push them into a ravine below a stop in the area known as devil's point is also rumored to have been a popular location for cult sacrifices and rituals I'm gonna start crying. Stop. That is no. just too scary. No, I'm sorry. I don't want to freak out. It'd be you okay out. if it was a truck or a car. But a curse. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. That's all I had. I mean, Kentucky's like it's got a lot of cool things in it, including it so creatures. Limited. Yeah. I just I like the I like the monsters more than the ghosts. <laughs> I'm a I'm a cryptid fan. That's <laughs> what I like to stick to. Oh man. No. Okay. Well, what are your thoughts, Sav? Do you believe I, in it? I do. I feel like Kentucky's got all kinds of creepy stuff in it. Like, I just don't even know. Oh, werewolves! I forgot. There's been werewolves in. <laughs> are you serious? How do you not start with that? Oh no, I'm sorry. Hold on. I got to find that article again. Okay. So Jennifer Marshall and paranormal researcher Heidi Hollis investigate a series of mysterious encounters with an unknown creature in the bluegrass hills of Kentucky, also believed to be a werewolf. And this happened as soon as July of this year. Whoa. Mm-hmm. oh my gosh okay i feel like we need to do an episode on that like just alone that's mm-hmm. wild yeah real life werewolf real life werewolves <gasps> three werewolves in kentucky is another if you guys go to hillbilly horror stories um and look up the kentucky werewolves um we talk about um three werewolf encounters in kentucky so yeah they also have werewolves I kentucky's a place weird. to be if you like paranormal that's all i'm saying <laughs> everybody moved to kentucky but leave them alone, okay? Yeah, let them be. Like, Don't go hunting for them. I know. I wouldn't want to mess with anybody. I feel like they're doing their own thing there. Like, that's fine. Leave yes. them alone. Mm-hmm. But well, I do believe in this stuff. I do. I feel like there's definitely some 
Maybe not the little green pe- things like the goblins, but what? Def- definitely. That's the one I believe in the most. Really? I believe in the no, hillbilly beast. The- oh, sorry. <laughs> I believe in the hillbilly beast the most, probably. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. um, the goat man. Goat man? That was scary. Who do you think would I- win in a fight? Oh, man. What a great question. Goat man or um, hillbilly beast? Hillbilly beast. He's you got think? 800 pounds on him. I know, but the other one's magical. That's a good point. That's a good point. It depends on if he's turning his voice into a child or if he's hypnotizing people, because that could take the fight two different ways. You know, does he have the opportunity to hypnotize people? If yes, then he's winning, obviously. Mm -hmm. But if not, Hillbilly Beast, 10 out of 10. I know, especially since the Hillbilly Beast likes to eat children. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, he's calling. He's a chill. He thinks he's a child. He's, he's like, going to go eat him. He's like, you're a weird looking kid, but okay. <laughs> well, I think it's safe to say that I believe in all of them. <laughs> even the little green goblins. Because I want to believe in the little green goblins. They're, that's so cute. Like, can I'm you glad. imagine? I'm glad you I would just be like, them. take me to your rainbow. I want to see your pot of gold. Well, they fought this family for hours hours how do you how do you a full-grown family fight just like tiny green guys with long arms for hours <laughs> what they do you did and then they told the police and the police didn't believe them that's kentucky moonshine for you honestly <laughs> that's some powerful stuff oh my god do you think i do with that one i do think because um, they said it was just like one family so i wonder if this family is like known for like the hatfields and the mccoys kind of thing <laughs> well all the other ones i definitely believe in i'm just gonna say if you want a good paranormal encrypted experience go to kentucky but don't go with the intentions of harming go no. with the intentions of learning a new perspective i you know so much about their lives and once we know like their story when we finally sit them down for an interview i feel like that'll definitely be the tell-all like how we've been mistreating them for years and like tearing yeah. down their their they're homes scared to come and... out yes but i just if they're listening right now to this podcast just know that we believe in you <laughs> i believe i have a sticker <laughs> with bigfoot that says i believe because i do I do. I believe. If you like this episode, go ahead and subscribe. Uh, you can also give us a five star rating. We love. We gobble them up. We eat them. I know. We eat the five star yeah. ratings. <laughs> um. And also, if you subscribe, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and you'll get notifications on when our episodes go live. Um. You can follow us on Instagram for regular updates at slightly scary thirteen. Um, we also have a Twitter that is, wait, no, <laughs> silly goose. Instagram is slightly scary pod, and then Twitter is slightly scary 13. Um, I think that's it, Sav. Until next time, keep it scary. Slightly scary. Brian, <laughs> give us a topic summary. We're in Kentucky. <laughs> many people and things don't use that gauge use the first one (laughs) (laughs) i bet that red river gorge has had some bigfoot sightings i bet they have
it's just people that have been raised in a barn like everybody <laughs> in Kentucky so <laughs> we love our Kentucky listeners I love Kentucky but don't be a Yahoo <laughs> Kentucky I wanna, the werewolves are crazy because they're like kind of sexy you know you're like oh mm-hmm. my gosh are you about to turn me into a werewolf right now <laughs> and then but you can live I- out your teen wolf fantasy you know 